The Lord be with you. And also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Today we welcome anew the promised and long-awaited Spirit of God into our midst. This same Spirit who brought Christ to birth from Mary's body on Christmas brings to birth the church, Christ's mystical body, on this day, the Solemnity of Pentecost. So happy birthday, church. As we discovered a few weeks ago, the Holy Spirit manifests His presence by what He does and by the gifts He gives. He brooded over the vast expanse of water in the beginning. He was breathed in by Adam, giving Him life. He inspired the writings of the Old Testament prophets. He anointed kings to rule over God's people. He wove together the body of Jesus in the womb of Mary, and He anointed that Christ at His baptism. Now He falls on the church, signed by tongues of fire above the heads of those gathered in that home today. Theologian Christopher West writes that Pentecost is not so much the descent of the Spirit on us as it is the proof that our humanity, body, and soul has ascended in Christ into the eternal exchange of love between Father and Son, which is the Holy Spirit. The fellowship that was lost at the fall is now restored through the Spirit's work in the baptismal waters. Through these waters, the Spirit adopts us as sons and daughters, now teaching us to walk and to talk. All of these things He does to welcome us back 
to God's table to partake in the love that is shared between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I think this is the most beautiful depiction of that. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit gathered around in fellowship, and there at the front of the table is an open spot for you. Your invitation is given anew today with the coming of the Holy Spirit. Not only is our fellowship with God restored by the Spirit, but our fellowship with one another is too. The most beautiful thing about being the church together is that we all share in this Spirit. So when I look at you and you look at me, we aren't just seeing the outward characteristics that make us us, but we're also gazing upon a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why at the beginning of the Eucharistic liturgy, we say, the Lord be with you. And you say back, in that moment, we are acknowledging the Spirit that is alive in each and every one of us. Or as I teach my confirmation kids, we're zapping the Holy Spirit at one another. The church in her communion with God and with man is the mystical body of Christ incarnate, enfleshed in the world. She is the fellowship of believers that is formed and animated by the Spirit's work. And through the Spirit's work of touching the Word and sacraments to us, we are made into a community of pardoned sinners who now forgive and announce to the world the good news of our reconciliation with God. This is all great news. All that the Spirit does is for our good. The Spirit then is grieved when the members of Christ's body abandon this fellowship in communion. When we don't take the seat at the table that is won for us by Christ's blood and now offered to us by the Holy Spirit. His heart aches when we pursue the fruit of the world. Triumphalism and tribalism. Hatred and anger, impatience and war, aggression and fear. He weeps when we speak and act less like Jesus and more like the world and its governments and its news and its culture. You see, that's just not who this fellowship is. The Spirit grieves and weeps when we act more like the world because He knows that you were made for more. 
mean, the Spirit has known you intimately since the days He worked with the Father and the Son to weave you together in your mother's womb. He was there with you as you took your first steps and spoke your first words, both in the flesh and in the Spirit. He's been present in you and alongside of you through every victory and every defeat. Down the road of triumph and down the path of the dark valley of the shadow of death. He's there. He's with you even at this moment. And if you need any proof of that, just breathe in and breathe out. The Spirit knows you were made for more, and He desperately desires to do more through you. You see, my friends, each and every one of you are a unique, unrepeatable gift and creature of God. St. Paul tells us in our epistle today that you were all given different gifts, great gifts, different services, different workings to use for the common good. And just as the Spirit was poured out from heaven, now He desires to pour out good works from your life as living water that saturates the dry, parched land of our community and of our world. We are like waterfalls that rain down love and joy, peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, the fruit of the Spirit. But you see, the Holy Spirit ensures that this living water isn't just going to pool in one place. No, as the ruach, the breath, the the strong, mighty wind of God, He blows this living water all over our community and world. It looks a little bit like this. A couple months ago, Pastor Milky found this online. The water is pouring out, but before it hits the ground, that mighty wind blows it up and around so too with us. Good works pour from our lives and the Spirit, the strong driving wind of God blows those good works to benefit those people outside of our homes and church, in our community, and throughout our world. Pretty cool, isn't it? If you need any proof of how far the Spirit can use your gifts and your services and your workings and your unique and unrepeatable characteristics and love, I would suggest that you think back to the days that we undertook the well project during Lent. Remember that? As a church, we set out to build one well 
for the people in Chad, Africa who didn't have clean drinking water easily accessible. But through the Spirit's working in your lives, we were able to build five and a half wells. And a couple of weeks ago, we received some photos from the first well installation. The money's already been spent, the resources have already been gathered, and the thing is now built. No longer do these kids have to walk miles to access clean drinking water. Now they have a well in their own town. And as someone pointed out, isn't it interesting how that well takes the same shape as our baptismal font? The bowl that flows down into the pool. That wasn't intentional. We didn't have any say in the design, but it is the Spirit's work. But here's the best photo of the lot. Because of your generosity, because of your fiat, your yes to the Lord and the working of the Holy Spirit in you, these kids can freely drink of clean drinking water. It's a beautiful picture, something that we take for granted. And now they come because of the Spirit's work in you. But see, what's more is that this project has opened the door to share with these predominantly Muslim people about the life-giving water that is offered by our Savior that wells up to eternity. This generosity has gone to do something great, to do something more. The Spirit is known by what He does and the gifts He gives. And let me tell you, my friends, the Spirit is working in this place. The Spirit is working in you. It's evident. But let's not just dust off our hands and take a break. Someone else's turn now. Don't be led astray by, by those lies and deception of Satan and the world. Let's keep asking the Spirit to use us and our gifts for the common good in our homes, in our families, in our church, in our school, in this community that we live in, and throughout the world. So let us pray now. Come Holy Spirit. Draw us deeper into fellowship with God and one another. Fan the flame of our faith to use our gifts and services and workings to spread the living water of the gospel to the world. Set our hearts ablaze with your love. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.